This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. This year, the Gospel appointed for All Saints Day is from John chapter 11, in which Jesus goes to the village of Bethany, where his friend Lazarus has died. Though the story features the resuscitation, the raising of Lazarus, I love that this reading comes to us on All Saints Day. Around All Saints, there's sometimes a tendency for us to think of sainthood as belonging to the extremely holy, to those whom we might emulate and admire, but from whom we are very different. The story of Martha and Mary instead shows us real people who struggle with faith and doubt, with death and the hope for new life. They are a lot like us. In the gospel, after we hear that their brother Lazarus has died, we see both Mary and Martha at full strength and in full humanity. Mary sees Jesus and honors him as a teacher and friend, but she doesn't hold back. Lord, she says, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. If we had read earlier in chapter 11, we would have heard her sister Martha say the same thing. I love that this shows us about Mary and Martha, that they're secure enough in their relationship with Jesus that they can be honest with him. They can get angry. They can be hurt. They can be disappointed. They can question him and even question the will of God. And this is precisely what a saint is. In the New Testament, the word saint normally just refers to someone who puts her faith in Jesus Christ. In the New Testament sense, one does not have to be a martyr or even an especially holy person to be called a saint. The Apostle Paul addresses his letter to the Romans to all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints. Again, in helping the Corinthian church sort out its squabbles, Paul suggests that the aggrieved parties go not to secular courts, but go before the saints, which is to say the local gathering of Christians. And then finally, in, in Revelation, John shows us various pictures of saints, some who have died for their faith, others who have died natural deaths, but ordinary believers made extraordinary by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it's a grand and glorious company. But more than anything else, a saint does what Martha and Mary shows us how to do. Talk honestly with Jesus, the Son of God. To be honest with our emotion, our anger, sadness, jubilation, worry, and every possible feeling we can name or can't name and make it into prayer. Just as we remember sometimes at funerals, the faithful response to death is, is not always quiet, prayerful, and pious. Faithful people wail and rail at God. Faithful people tear clothes and sometimes tear up the other things. Faithful people respond as humans because that's how we're created. Jesus, as Jesus, wept human tears when he heard that his friend Lazarus had died. We weep human tears when we grieve. Today at the 11 o'clock worship service, we sang the great children's hymn, I Sing a Song of the Saints of God. 
The wonderful verses of that hymn picture all kinds of saints in various ways and situations. Part of it sings, I sing a song of the saint of God, patient and brave and true, who toiled and fought and lived and died for the Lord they loved and knew. And one was a doctor, and one was a queen, and one was a shepherdess on the green. They were all of them saints of God, and I mean God helping to be one too. Well, why not? Why shouldn't we all? Thanks be to God for the stories of the saints, for those lives who inspire us and strengthen us, but also who remind us that we get closest to God by being fully human. Thanks be to God for those we have loved who have died in faith. May they rest in peace and rise in glory. And finally, thanks be to God for giving us this life of faith that keeps us together one family through life and through death and into life eternal. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God in glory everlasting. Amen. At the conclusion of our All Saints Day celebration, Cleve Kirsch played Placare Christe Servulis by Marcel Dupre. Based on the hymn appointed for Vespers on All Saints Day, Dupre sets the melody in the context of a classic French toccata, sounding out the hymn in alternation in the manuals and the pedals.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.